Hey everybody, welcome to the Broken Joker. I am your host, Jason T. Powell, and we are going to jump right into it today. Jump right in. So, hope everybody's doing well. We're hitting it up right before Christmas, so that's awesome. Everybody's doing everything. Everybody's so busy between, uh, if you got kids, you're really busy. I remember when I was a kid, we had a Christmas show and maybe a Christmas party. And that was it. These kids do everything. I mean, everything. I'm like, dude, you're busier than I am. It's crazy. But, you know, that's the price of having kids, right? It's awesome to have them. But what I want to talk about today, um, remember, before I start, I'm not a registered psychologist. I'm not a registered psychiatrist. I'm not a mental health uh, uh, person in any way. I'm just here trying to help out people, especially from my generation, Generation X, which uh, my opinion is still the best generation, but anybody can listen. Hopefully I can help everybody. But what I wanted to talk about today is something near and dear to me because I was, and that's uh, being a class clown. I think it it led to a lot of uh, my depression and other things, being a class clown, because I wasn't real athletic. I definitely wasn't good looking. I mean, my my uh, nickname until about sixth grade was uh, Fatty Freckleface. So and I am not kidding. That was my name. That's when people call, hey, Fatty Freckleface, what's up? And a lot of that stems from the fact that I was a class clown. A lot of people don't take you serious when you're a class clown. Because it's not the same as being witty and charming. Right? So a class clown, first off, interrupts the, the flow of everything that's going on and having something witty to say every once in a while, totally different than just one after the other, after the other, after the other, and just being a goof all the time. And what I've noticed is from that is that everybody around you, because it's nonstop, it's pop, 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 pop. And just being a goof all the time is exhausting to the people around you. And I did it just so people would like me just straight up because my self-esteem was so low and everything else. It just, I just kept pushing and pushing and pushing Uh, dad joke after dad joke, even though I was, you know, sixth grade, whatever grade I was in. And it was really hard to get people to take you serious in any other way. And if you're not cracking jokes, everybody's like, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? Humor is meant to be witty and charming. It is not meant it is not unless you're with your boys on the golf course, then it's only about hurting the other person as much as you possibly can with a comment. <laughs> and all my boys that I golf with will tell you it is. And it is a bonding experience for sure. But in a classroom, in a work setting, in any other kind of setting, you can use humor as, as I don't want to say as a weapon, but as a tool, as a tool to help you become a better leader, to help you move up, to help you get what you want. Because witty and charming is totally different than class clown. And hitting one after the other, you got to get people to take you seriously. And that means you you have to do more than dad jokes. Dad jokes are okay, but they're, they're called dad jokes for a reason. They're for your kids. Okay. They're for the intellectual of a, of a kindergartner or a first grader, or a second grader, or a third grader, or a fourth grader. 
it, it's not for other adults, <laughs> okay? But you can use witty and charming humor to help you become a better leader because witty and charming, people automatically think you're more intelligent. Witty is totally different than clown. Take it from an ex-class clown. No one's going to take you serious. I had to lift weights, take martial arts, box, wrestle. I had to do all these things until people took me serious. And I stopped being so much of a class clown. A lot of people that know me will say, no, he hasn't. But it's true. I have. I, I, I've toned it down quite a bit. I look for little areas here and there, not nonstop. Because trust me, I can do humor nonstop. I can. The tools of comedy and doing comedy for so long taught me how to think fast on my feet. There's so many techniques to think fast on your feet. And it's helped me in other aspects of my life. Um, it's helped me. Well, first, it helps me stop saying, um, which I just did, which drives me nuts. But <laughs> it helps me in other parts of my life. It helps me quick thinking. It helps me problem solve. It helps me do all these other things. It helps me stay relaxed in a tense situation. Because people that are afraid to be on stage <coughs> will tell you, <coughs> sorry, guys, I'm getting over a cold, will tell you, people that are afraid to be up on stage will tell you how nerve wracking it is. And even comedy taught me how to deal with that. Although I never had real, real stage fright, but I had plenty of nerves, especially in big situations. And it tells you how to deal with that too. The rules, you know, comedy helped me with that. And it went from being an insecure thing to being a strength. Because when I first started joking all the time, it was purely a defense mechanism. It was, it was purely a defense mechanism and low self-esteem. That's what it was. I, I didn't think, I thought my only worth was to make people laugh and to be the goofy guy. And I'm going to tell you right now, very few women find the goofy guy sexy. <coughs> Witty, charming, they love that. Goofy, mm, I'm pretty sure Dean Martin probably pulled a lot more girls than uh, Jerry Lewis. And if you do not know who those people are, <laughs> um, you need to look them up. <laughs> so please do. I'm trying to think who else. Who else was like that? Chris Farley. Chris Farley. Although some girls found him adorable. And, and a lot of women will overlook weight, but he was the class clown constantly, constantly. And it's exhausting. And that's why women get sick of it pretty quick. Women will date a goof, but they get sick of it pretty quick. Take it from a guy who was a goof for a lot of years. They get sick of it real quick. Trust me. So you got to make that transition. You got to make that transition from total jokes all the time, nonstop, to you got to add some substance in there. And that's the real key, right? Because a class clown doesn't bring substance. Clowns are filler at the circus, right? They're to keep you entertained in between acts. That's it. They come out, out of the car, 18 of them, jump out of the car, honking their horns, doing all these things. If you took a survey, I would guarantee that not even 50% of the world loves clowns. And <laughs> you always had that one guy in your neighborhood that collects clowns. Everybody's like, steer clear of that guy's house. Remember, John Wayne Gacy was a clown. 
And again, if you don't know who John Wayne Gacy is, look at it. There's a net. There's a great Netflix documentary about it. Look it up. He was a, he was a killer from Illinois, not too far from where I grew up. Trust me, I, I probably pa- crossed paths with him when I was five because I think he got arrested in '76. But he was he he was one of the really bad ones. I think 20, 22, 22 boys. It was it was. Terrible thing. Northern Illinois, nor- north of Chicago, I believe. North Northwest suburbs, maybe. Maybe just west suburbs. I don't remember. But anyway, John Wayne Gacy, if you want to see a great documentary. I know my wife loves anything about killers. If I die before 90 of natural causes, causes please investigate my wife. Because <laughs> she watches those shows constantly, constantly. I do too. I, I mean, I love, I love them. I, I don't know why. I think it's that weird, it's that weird. First off, it's interesting to see how they get away with it. Cause I'm like, they must be geniuses. They're not, they're not. It's the system. <laughs> John Wayne Gacy. It was because Iowa didn't communicate with Illinois when they let him out of prison. That's primarily why he got away with it as much as he did. The cops never even looked at him. He was a part of the. He was big. He was pretty high up in the Democratic Party in Illinois. He. Um, I'm not making a political stance on anything. I'm just telling you that that's the truth. He was real big. He met. He met. Um, uh, Carter's wife. Like he went. He, they met for quite a while, and because uh, he was pretty high up, <coughs> and um, he. I said, um, again. Damn it. And he, I'm not going to, I'm not going to edit him out guys. I'm sorry. But yeah, he was pretty high up. And then he, he was a clown. He, he did clown stuff around town, whatever clowns do. So that was my point of the whole thing. Hey, John Wayne Gacy was a clown, but he evil clown, but it, uh, it's an interesting story, but back to my point. So humor, humor is meant to fill in. It's not meant, it's not meant it's not meant to be all the filler. There's no substance unless you're an incredibly intelligent. There are a few comics like that. But even if you look at comics, so look at the difference between comic comics and clowns. Clowns are the dad humor of, of humor, right? Stand-ups are much more refined. You'll, you'll get a stand-up every once in a while that does kind of a clowny act. Um, I'm not knocking him, but Carrot Top. Carrot Top is unbelievably intelligent and his shows are hilarious, but I'm exhausted afterwards and it's not from laughing. It's, it's from the un, it's the energy going back and forth. Now watch, watch someone who's a true pro, a true pro. I'm not saying Carrot Top's not a true pro. He's in, he's in Las Vegas making millions of dollars a year. I'm not saying he's not a true pro. I'm telling you the difference between stand up and clown. Burt Kreischer Perfect. Ebb and flow. He gives you a little relaxing uh, and then boom, back up. It's like a roller coaster, right? It's a roller coaster ride. And he's Joe Rogan's good at it. Tom Segura's good at it. I mean, there's so many comic Brian Regan, who I, I think is the goat of comedy, is spectacular at it. There's so many good ones. And if you want to know the difference between a clown and a stand up or a clown and witty and charming, you should watch some stand-ups. 
And if you're one of those people that's like, I'm just not into stand-ups. Okay, well, maybe you don't get them. Be careful, because you might be one of those people that <coughs> don't have a sense of humor. There's nothing, wor- that, there's nothing worse than a person with no sense of humor that thinks they have a sense of humor. And how can you tell? They usually don't get stand-up. They usually are more like dad humor. Oh, yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> and they don't get anything that's a refined joke. So that's that's it, guys. That's all I'm saying. Be a little bit more aware. Um, being a class clown hurt me a lot in life, especially in my early years, especially in high school. Um, it was hard to get people to take me serious after that. It took a while. I'm still a clown at a certain extent. I use humor to lead people now. I use it in a little bit different way. Um, I get, oh, I did it again, didn't I? You know what's going to happen is you guys are going to start counting how many times I do it. You're going to email me or text me. (laughs) You just said, um, 34 times. It's one of my biggest pet peeves. Like (laughs) and um and coughing. While you're doing the show, I can't help it, dudes. I, I was, I was, oof, it was bad. I ended up having to go to the hospital, get a breathing treatment, and everything else. I thought for sure it was the C word, the dreaded C word. Because now you know, now you know, <laughs> coughing in public is like shitting your pants in public. Like there's no difference now. You cough in public or you shit your pants in public. That people react exactly the same. <laughs> it's like. They still co- they cover their mouth and nose. <laughs> they start running away, or they're like, "What is wrong with you?" It's it's crazy. So I had this terrible cough. Thought for sure it turned into pneumonia. It didn't. It was bronchitis. Got on a Z pack. Got on everything else. Felt a hundred percent better. The doctor assured me I wasn't contagious. Um. Ah. Did it again. You probably don't even notice I do it. But he taught, promised me I wasn't contagious so I could still work and everything. But it was, I'm still having remnants of it. It's crazy. It's been four or five weeks. I really thought there was one point I was like, this has to be pneumonia. But it wasn't. So thank you, docs, for helping me out. But again, back to the topic, clowns versus just witty and charming. And if you don't, there's plenty of resources out there for you. Wit will help you become a better leader. It'll help you be a better employee. It'll help you become what you want to become. Wit, it really does help. Witty and charming is the double, the double, double, man. It, it's the double edged. It'll, you'll cut through everything that way because people remember you. And wit usually means intelligence. Most people, when they meet a really witty person, are not like, that dude's a dumbass. No, they're like, man, how does he come up with that? How does he do that? How does he come back so quick? What is it? And I learned a lot of tricks in comedy that helped me do that. But anyway, that's just my keep, be, try to be aware, try to focus. My other key thing that's really helped me, I'm just going to say it in passing, that's really helped me lady, or lately is... Instead of saying, yes, I know, I've started saying, you're right. So when someone gives me information, I already know. 
I tell them, you're right. Because first off, it lifts them up, right? And we got to get to that point, people. We got to get to the point where we stop, we're stop trying to push people down and start lifting them up. We got to start lifting each other up. And here's the thing. Most people will reach their peak without you. But they can get there faster if you help them. And here's the crazy thing is most people drag you up with them when that happens. If you're helping. And a lot of people have missed that lately. I don't know what it has to deal with. Everybody blames everything on social media. But it seems like a lot of people are just so good at pushing people down. And so terrible at lifting them up. And that's one little thing you can do. Try it. Try it this week. Try it this week. And when someone says, <coughs> tells you information you already know, say they're showing you how to do something or whatever, you're right. Because it gives you credit of already knowing it, right? But it also gives them credit. It makes them feel good because they are right. When you say, yeah, I know, all you're trying to be is a know-it-all. If you're like, you're right. You're boosting other people up around you. It's little things like this. It's little things like that that will make you and everybody around you better. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with making people around you better and feel better. So try that little that little niche or that little, just that little thing and see how it works this week. I'm going to do one thing a week where I tell you something that you can change behavior just a little bit that'll help you. Because when you make other fee- people feel good, <coughs> it tends to make you feel good too. And I, it, it, that's old friends episode where <laughs> everything you do is for selfish reasons. Well, you might as well make people feel good while you're doing it. So anyway, short show today. We are doing the Dream Chasers podcasts um, as part of the Broken Joker. We're still doing that. Both my interviews uh, had things come up. So we're still getting to them. We're still interviewing them. We're still doing the Dream Chasers. It'll start probably right after the holidays. I'll probably kick out one more show and then take a holiday break. But guys, thank you so much for listening. Like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Hey, if you ever need to get a hold of me, bulldogcoach3 at hotmail.com. Bulldogcoach3 at hotmail.com. Also hit me up on Instagram. I'm Coach J And then I have a TikTok now. Broken Joker has a TikTok now. So if you want to look that up, that'd be great. Need more subscribers for the TikTok. So hit me up. (coughs) Please, please, please. Any comments, any comments, uh, leave on Apple. Review, review, review. Uh, Spotify, Apple, all that good stuff. Thanks, guys. Thanks again for listening, man. It it means a lot to me, guys. And uh, I will talk to you before Christmas. One more show before Christmas. Anyway, guys, talk to you later. Thanks. Bye.